Welcome back to the Vessel Podcast, where we discuss the highs and sometimes lows of getting to know God. I am your host, Lee Ann, and we are back, finally. <laughs> Season 3, Episode 9, Dear Daddy. We, today we're talking all things Father's Day. Um, we're going to really dive deep. I have a special guest. My father is uh, coming back to the Vessel. He was on Season 1. Um, if you recall, when we were doing the series, um, you know, looking at the foundations of our, our faith, um, he was on the love episode, which was episode two. And we were amateurs back then. We're still somewhat amateurs. Um, and so papers were rattling. We were yawning all over the mic. Things were rough, but we have progressed. Um, and so if you haven't already, make sure you've uh, subscribed to not only to this uh, on your podcasting app, Spotify, Apple Music or Apple Podcast. Google Podcast, wherever you listen, Anchor, uh, wherever you listen, that's where I host my podcast is at Anchor. So um, anyway, make sure you subscribe so you can get all the notifications of when the episodes will drop. But also, just so you know, we have a YouTube that correlates with uh, the podcast so you can watch the podcast as well. So we're adding visuals. Um, I'm really getting my studio together. So it's going to be nice. Right now, we're just operating off Zoom and those uh, visuals, but just wait on it, okay? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, uh, just doing a, f- a quick mental health check-in. I hope everybody's well, uh, taking time for themselves, doing some self-care. If you haven't, uh, make sure you do that. And I know that I am, you know, taking some time to myself. That's what has taken so long. Um, also, just, you know, uh, life and uh, a lot of good things happening in my world. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's get to it. Let's get to this episode, dear dad. We're talking about the nature of God, who God is, God's characteristics, his attributes, and how they correlate with us as humans. But also we're talking about fathers and what fathers really, really are, what they mean to us. So um, for those who are without a father right now, my heart goes out to you. Uh, our prayers are with you. Continue to um, you know, find peace, uh, find the peace that helps you get through, um, these tough times. This is our first Father's Day without my grandfather. And, um, it's tough, it's tough, but, uh, we, we push forward, we lean on God for strength and, and peace. So, uh, without further ado, let's get to our special guest. All right, we are back. Uh, as promised, we have a special guest um, in honor of Father's Day. I invited my father to join me again on the vessel. So welcome back, Dad. Pleasure for me to be here and thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. So if you recall, if you've been listening since the vessel started, um, I had my dad on for our episode. I think it was like the second episode ever. And we talked about love. Uh, we were talking about the foundations and the fundamentals of our faith and love was the one that we talked about then. So now I thought it'd be awesome uh, to talk a little bit about really the nature of God. So uh, we, you know, today, or when you hear this is Father's Day. Um, and so let's talk about our father as uh, as a people um, and as Christians, uh, God. And so um, I wanted to look at some of the attributes uh, of God and how God is, his character and um, some things. I got a few questions I wanted to ask you and just kind of get your opinion on and we can have a little dialogue. How about that? 
Yeah, that sounds great. All right, so let's get to it. So the first question um, to you is, at your first thought, um, how would you describe God's top three attributes? Well, you know, that's that's a really good question. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not difficult to really think about, you know, those, those great attributes. Um, but the first things that come to mind for me First of all, you just mentioned it a minute ago, would be love. Mm-hmm. And I think loving God is, is, is infinitely a loving uh, uh, being, and he's very unchanging. Yeah. And probably my, my, second, my second attribute would be how gracious he yeah. is. And I, I just thank uh, the Lord for being uh, a gracious being, because <clears throat> when you depend on man, yeah. Uh, man will certainly let you down. Yes, he and is. then the, the, the third attribute that comes to mind, I would say is merciful. Mm. Uh, I, am, I, am, I am just delighted to know that we have a merciful God. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he, he's, he's never a changing God. He's always the same. He's the same all the time. And I think that would be my top, top three attributes. Wonderful. Um, I think those are great. I think those are all true. Um, but you know that the thing that is is hard for maybe non-believers or um, you know newer believers is uh, how do how do we know that? Like how how do we know that God is merciful? That He's gracious? It's through lived experiences, right? It's through the things that we go through. It's it's through our personal encounters with God. And of course, scripture backs up a lot of these things, all of these things in some form or fashion. And I would say, um, as I was kind of preparing for this episode, just looking at some ways in which scripture describes God's nature and, and uh, his attributes, his character. And one that I found that I thought was was great was, uh, of course, in Psalms, okay? Um, in Psalms, it says, Psalms 147 and 5, great is our Lord and abundant in power, his understanding is beyond measure so how infinite is god he's he's forever he doesn't he doesn't stop god is everywhere at all times he's all knowing he's omnipotent uh he's all of these things and um i think that ultimately uh makes up kind of his who, who he is to us um so thank you uh so as we move forward in the conversation um I'm going to switch it up. So, and I'm going to throw you off a little bit on this one. So we've talked about the attributes of God. So God, our father. So let's talk about man, the father. What do you think are three attributes, uh, you know, necessary for a good father here on earth? Well, the the first attribute, and sometimes for man, it it may take a little while for us to to understand this, but uh, being a God-fearing man uh you know once you get a relationship uh with the father there's no other good feeling like it and i think that you know uh we must be um providers Mm -hmm. uh for our families our children and and families and then thirdly uh i'm gonna go back to my first uh, uh statement that i opened with and that was loving. We have to be loving fathers because without love, that then 
kind of tilts the scale for you to be over into the non-believing category mm-hmm. because love you know some you know you know the song uh what's love got to do with it mm-hmm. yeah. love has everything to do with it because without love then you know you can't have a conversation with an individual and and, and see or feel the god in a person so th- those would be my my top human father uh characteristics that's good that's good i i, I think you're right um you know, I look at the men in my life, you as my dad, uh, grandfathers and brother and things like that. No one is perfect, but I think that there are certain things we model after uh, after God. You know, we have to, in order to, you know, lead families and things like that. But um, my next question to you, we're going to shift. Um, we talked about from our standpoint as believers, what we believe attributes of God uh, are. But let's think from the lens of a non-believer um just from your experience maybe in hearing or seeing um how do you think a non-believer would describe god's nature well you know that that's a real good question and and when i think about you know a non-believer um describing god um it it is it's not real difficult to understand uh you know, how non-believers feel. One thing I, I, I can pick up about an unbeliever is when they don't have God in their heart, uh, it's really hard for them to understand the things that, uh, that are happening in our lives. For instance, um, a lot of times uh, non-believers want to try to put science into their thoughts and why things happen the way they do. But then when I look at that, um, I can immediately tell that, you know, that individual really is a non-believer because, you know, there are things that happen in, in this world and in our lives that there is no science to explain it or to uh, indicate how it happened. So sometimes, you know, non-believers say, if I can't see it, I don't believe it. Right. And, you know, we can't see God. Right. But we are, we are truly believers uh, in the Father, you know, the, the, the Son and the Holy Spirit. But non-believers have a tendency to, to want to find their own uh, answers uh, for things that they can't uh, describe. And I think that just, you know, tilts the scale to the other side that says, hey, you know, I, I really don't believe in God because I don't, I, don't, I, I don't really have any basis for why something happened. And I think that's how we get off track is trying to let our human side come in rather than being a believer yeah absolutely um you know even as believers we we sometimes can sound a a lot like you know oh yes we don't know god sometimes you know that's true and that's and that's i think that's natural um i think that happens uh you know naturally as humans because life can get tough you can experience some things that will rock your faith uh, your faith in God. And so, uh, you know, to answer that question, I've heard people who are, um, I've had, you know, I've had, uh, I've had an opportunity to talk to people who are kind of on the fence, uh, who kind of know that there is something, there, there is something, um, right. but maybe not fully committed to the bu- the full belief in God. And so um, I've heard him be, God be described uh, sometimes as cruel, as evil, um, as uh, unfair, you know, and there is scripture to back up why those things are 
opposite uh, of who God really is. Um, but I, but I get it. I'm going to say this because I do, I understand. I think you, you led with that too. Like you can, you can see why an unbeliever would believe sometimes uh, these things about God because of circumstance. Um, you no, know, we know people who have been hit left and right, you know, with just bad things, traumatic things. I mean, we can just look within our own little family and That's even correct. you, uh, the, the, the loss, you know, you've recently, right. you know, had to endure time at the time. seems like every time we look up is something, you know, something, something. Right. and so it's tough. It'll shake and rock your world. But I think at the root of that, you have to be uh, grounded in your faith and grounded in a uh, belief that yes, these things happen. Nobody told us how it would happen. So we sure. have to brace ourselves, you know, for the things that may occur because, mm. um, you know, we don't know. There's only one all-knowing God. You that's know? it. That's uh, it. So that's, that's just, we're, we're out here to, really just living it up until our time you know yeah, that, that sounds real morbid that's I know true. it can be a little dark sometimes but um but, yeah. at the, but at the end of the day that's that's what it is we have to make the most of of the of this time um, that he's given us here on um here on earth on this well you know one thing that that i want to just take that a little further and you, you mentioned that you know in our own little um uh family circle you know, uh, whether it's you or myself or your mother, you know, we've had some things to to, to happen. And, and you're right. You know, sometimes you want to question uh, God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. But one of the things that I've learned through this process, uh, you know, and, and I digress just, just a tad, you know, uh, my father, you know, he and I um, were more than father and son, you know, we, we, we did a lot of things uh, together. We did a lot, we liked a lot of the same things. So our company was just, you know, uh, a welcome um, relationship. But then, you know, you lose that father, then you lose a very close coworker. As a matter of fact, two coworkers. And then you, you, start, to, you start to waver a little bit. And you're saying, you know, God, why? But what it does, it, it, you know, if, if man, and I'm gonna say me, I ain't talking about everybody else. I'm talking about me now. Yeah. If we could remove um, ourselves out of the equation and allow God to move and work, and, and as 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 the Bible teaches us to to to, to be patient and, and, and allow God uh, to do His work. I think that's where we get caught in a trap sometimes is when we try to figure it out ourselves mm. and we try to come up with answers uh, on our own and we have to remove ourselves from that from that process because you know the the one thing that you have to do is first of all develop a relationship with the father and then those questions that come he's going to give you an answer he's going to give you all you need to kind of get through those those those, those trying times but I, I know for me, myself, you know, I've always tried to figure it out. I want to, I want to, I want to try to figure this thing out. And, and, and God said, just, just, just remove yourself and be patient yeah. and, and I'll, I'll take care of it for you. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting better at. I'm not there. As you said earlier, we're not perfect, but we are working hard on this, on this uh, spiritual journey. And I can yeah. tell you, nobody said it would be easy. No. It definitely won't be easy. It, it is quite the journey. 
um, and it's one that is bumpy. It's a bumpy ride. It's, uh, you know, sometimes you smooth sailing. Sometimes you have to take a pause. You know, when it's raining real hard, you have to pull over just a little bit. Sometimes you have to do that. Um, when life gets uh, gets a little heavy, you just have to take a minute, regroup, regather, and, um, and keep going. But uh, to us, two people who I feel are pretty secure in their faith, um, it may be it may be easy for us to come up with all of these characteristics and and attributes uh, of God, sure. but for others it may be ten times more difficult because of the life experiences that people uh, have encountered. And um, I think though that is the beauty of God, and I think that's the beauty of getting to know God is as you experience things, um, you lean totally. Uh, on, on God for his uh, comfort, for his peace. Um, at least that's what has helped me um, in difficult times is, you know, God, I have, I have nothing else. Not that I wanted to put anything before you, but I literally am down to nothing. I feel like you are, you're it. You're the only way I can make it through this. And uh, in that moment of vulnerability is where I really found God. I really found uh, who God was to me. And that's why I feel like it's easier for me to just kind of spit off all of these different characteristics and really kind of cultivate this nature of God and who, who he really is. Is he tough? Yes. yes. Uh, yes. Does he show us some tough love sometimes? Yeah, he does. Uh, but he's a just God. Uh, mm. he's, he's a fair God. Um, and so I think that it's important that we realize the whole picture, the big picture um, of who God is, even though he's, you know, to some people, God is not tangible. He, you can't touch God. Touch. You can't see right. God. But I guarantee you, you can feel God. Um, and, right. uh, it's just it's just opening your heart to those uh, situations. So um so okay all right let's keep going so we've talked mm. about the non-believer we talked about us as believers and attributes um what attributes do you think we as as people uh, possess that go against god's nature what do we do that's just like god would never do this well <laughs> uh, it, it's all of the things that we talked about earlier you know you talked about unchanging but, but the, one, the one attribute I think that we, many of us possess, is this thing of jealousy. Yeah. Um, I, God is jealous. He's jealous of his, his children. And, and he doesn't want us to, to, to worship uh, any other God. But, but I think we possess jealousy and we use it in a, in a very negative way against one another. Yeah. And then not being loving individuals within our heart. You know, you can talk love. But if you don't show love, that's right. It, it really is not truthful. So I think those are some those are some attributes that we possess as humans that I think go against you know everything that we we've, we've discussed and described about our Father in the in the very beginning, and being a just God. I like I, I like that uh, what you just said. Sometimes as in as as individuals, we are not just. We have a tendency to waver. It depends on who it is we're dealing with. We want to treat some different from the way you treat others. And God would never be that way. He's going to treat his, all of his children the same. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, uh, I would say one of the things that 
we tend to be that God is not, um, in my experience, has been impatient. Okay. Oh, yes. So <clears throat> I say that because I've, I, I experienced that a lot. You know, I want things when I want them, how I want them um, at the very moment that I want mm-hmm. them. And God's just not like that. You know, he, he is very patient. Um, you know, he's patient with us, with all of our stuff that we bring along that, you know, we just can't figure out how to get rid of. He's patient with us. He's patient when we stray far away from him. He's patient when we lash out at him because we're angry. He's patient when, when we are doing the exact opposite of what we know we should do. That's Uh, right he waits on us because he knows that, you know, eventually we're going to have to crawl on back to his arms, you know, and, and the good thing about it is he always welcomes us with open arms. Now, you know, as a believer and someone who constantly is working on my relationship and trying to build and strengthen my relationship with God, um, you know, I, I find, I find that he's patient with me as an individual too, um, because it's been many times where I just kind of, put God on that back burner back there and just kind of turned it down on warm, let it simmer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I come yeah. back and check it later. That's, yeah. that's me sometimes. I hate that. Yeah. I'm aware of that. And I try not to be that way, that's but right. it does happen. Um, but he's patient with me. Another attribute that I think um, we kind of, we possess as humans that God does not. Um, I think that um, sometimes we can be unforgiving um, huh. and we know <laughs> God is the direct opposite of that. That's right. Uh, That's he's wrong. forgiving. Um, sometimes we can be very selfish. God is opposite of that. I mean, it, he literally gave up his son, Jesus. That's right. Only son. Murdered, <laughs> crucified, nailed, donezo, dead. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. For the sake of us, for the sake of our sins, God did that, you know? That's right. So there are many things that we have. And of course, we know all of this started back from the Adam and Eve, from, you know, the the tree the incident. That's right. Okay. That's right. That's where it all started. That's the pinpoint. But at the end of the day, um, I'm so grateful and so thankful that we serve a God who just, he, he, he is just, he, he's perfect. I mean, he, 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 God is, is perfect. Um, and I know that it's, it doesn't feel that way all the time, but I know that to be true at the end of the day, it's my saving grace. God is my saving grace. So um, wow. I'm grateful for that. Well, um, you know, one, and, I, and I don't mean to cut you off, no, but you ahead. said something that kind of resonated with with me and, and you know you have these you have these thoughts um can you imagine just for a moment if we as human and knowing how we are if we had the power the control that the father has over us just think about that for a minute and think about it just for we're going to talk about it just for a day or an hour and just think about how awful <laughs> that could be for a lot of people because, you know, we as human beings, again, I go back to us, we're on a, on, on a spiritual journey that we're always trying to per- perfect our craft 
uh, to get better and to get more Christ-like. But just think for a moment, you know, that Leanne Alexander had all power in her hand over all things. What would that Yikes. look like? Or what would that be like? And sometimes I just, you know, driving down the highway, I just think like that sometimes, just thinking, you know, we are not deserving. Yeah. Um, we have a tendency to forget, like you just said a minute ago, you know, we want to put it on the back burner and let it simmer because, you know, we, we want to do something else for a moment. But, you know, when you say, you know, he is always everywhere, he is full of perfect. Mm -hmm. He is unchangingly good. So, mm -hmm. but just think about that. And that's a ponder question yeah. that, that I leave with you on that. Just think about it. If man was in charge, we'd be in trouble. And that's just my true feeling. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, we would be. <laughs> yes, I don't indeed. even know. Like, I, I don't even know. That's just yeah. like that question. You know, if somebody gave you $100 million, what would you do with it? What would you, know? you do? That's right. I don't know. I don't know, Dave. <laughs> that's tough. That's, that's tough. a tough one. That's so, a tough one. So as we get ready to kind of close out this conversation, God created all things. He is the ultimate creator. He is the ultimate creative. Um, he created the heavens and the earth, light and darkness. Uh, yes. All of these things he created. Animals and um, trees and every whatever. creature. Everything. Yes. Then he created man. He created humans. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So my question to you, what makes humans unique compared to the rest of God's creations? Hmm. Well, the, the, the first thing that I think of um, is the fact that he made us <clears throat> in his own image. And, 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 I, and I think about, you know, Genesis 1 and 26. Okay. And just so that I, just so that I, you know, get this correct, it, it goes something like this: that the image of God is the doctrine, home of human uniqueness. And and that, and that scripture reads like this: it says, "Then God said, let us make humankind in our image, mm -hmm. according to our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds." of the air and over the cattle and all over wild animals on the earth yeah and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth now i also go to another verse the psalms 8 3 through 9 that said god placed human humanity slightly over uh that than god's self in the created world the relationship is another way in which humanity is unique among God's creation is that God determined humans had the need for relationship. Yes. So that's something that's, I think, the relationship part, you know, when you went back to Adam uh, and Eve, you know, you know, Adam was here and then he, you know, man had to have a, have a companion or a relation. And I think that's what makes human a little more unique than all other things upon this earth. That's right. 
yes be created after in in with god in mind um when he created us right. uh, when we were woven together at god's hand he was creating us in his own image and that's why i wanted to kind of frame this conversation in the attributes of god because ultimately can we be god absolutely not um but can we be more like christ yes 100% yes and so i kind of set this conversation up to say all of these things to be loving to be kind to be honest to be truthful to be fair to be just um those are all things that we can be as humans uh yeah. the one thing about it is we most oftentimes are not those things all the time but guess who is hmm. god that's what god. separates us because we can we can strive daily, you know, and in, in, in most of my daily prayers is God, I know I'm not perfect. Forgive me of my sins. Help me to be more like you. Mm. And I think um, as we, you know, continue on even past this conversation, it should leave us all thinking, you know, how what are what are my top three attributes? Do they mirror uh, God? Do they do they mirror the nature of God? If I can't think of three things about myself that are comparable to how God is, we cannot be God. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that we are attempting to be God. It's how can we be more like God? How can we be more like his image uh, that we were created in? And I think that's important to keep at the forefront of our mind as we're making decisions, as we're interacting with people. Um, and as we continue to grow in Christ is, uh, you know, God help me to be more like you help me, uh, to walk more in your light. And so mm. I'm, I'm grateful that he continues this journey with us. Um, well, I thank you. I thank you really hit a few things right, uh, on the head, you know, the one, well, the older we get, <clears throat> we have a tendency, um, to have a change in heart or oh, we should, I should put it that way. And 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 I always like to say I'm not talking about everybody else. I'm talking about I'm talking about Larry right now. But but the one thing that I know is you you set goals. We've always set goals in life. And you know, in my early uh, uh, times, you know, I, I didn't have goals uh, to be more Christ-like. I had more goals that would that were more goal-oriented for things on this earth. But as I, as I live my life and I see, I have experiences and I see things that happen, you know, I'm, I'm just like what you said a minute ago, you know, Lord, please help me be more Christ-like. Uh, because, you know, the, the, more, the more we do those things, and even if we, if we throw the Ten Commandments in there, mm -hmm. uh, if, if we strive to make those commandments a part of our lives, then I think we become better human beings. But but the Lord knows we're going to sin. We're sinning people. Yeah. And sometimes you sin and don't even know you sin. So, you know, that's where your prayers come into play. You know, Lord, forgive me for those sins that I've created that I didn't even know yeah. uh, I was sinning. So now that, you know, you know, having this conversation and thinking about, um, you know, being on my spiritual journey, you know, we would be a better people we'd be a better world if we strive to be more Christ-like. And I think that just sums it up in, in, in a nutshell. And, I, and I'm, 
as uh, the, the, the Steve Harvey uh, says sometimes, God ain't through with me yet. Yeah. I'm still trying to get there. Absolutely. And, and, and I don't want to ever, I don't want to ever take my eye off the prize. So it, it, we're a work in pro progress. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yes, Amen. Amen. All right. So this is my final question. And then we're closing out because we have, we have almost reached our time. Um, in honor of Father's Day today, um, you know, I know that this is our first Father's Day without Grandpa. And so, oh, yes. And uh, so, in honor of him, since we're talking about attributes and who people are, uh, what would you say for Grandpa? The th top three things to describe him uh, through your experiences uh, of wow. your years with him? Well, that's, you know, I've had a chance to think about that a good bit over the past, well, leading up to, to today, because as you say, stated, um, this is the first Father's Day without uh, him, him in our lives. Of course, he's here, he's in spirit. Mm -hmm. But my, my father, this is one thing that was very, uh, I think is very unique for me to say. Uh, my father was uh, a very loving father. Mm -hmm. He didn't care uh, what the situation was. He was going to help you get out of it or help you get through it. But he still had love as a top agenda. My father was a very, very patient man. Mm -hmm. um, I know in his in his in his early years, and as a as a young boy myself, I wanted to follow him everywhere he went. I have a son. Sometimes a man just want to be out there by himself. But I was all, when he picked his foot up, I was putting my foot down. Mm -hmm. I know that agitated the stew out of him. And that's why I say he was a very, very patient yeah. man. And then uh, the third attribute that um, I would, I described him, my father had, he, he had a, a lot of wisdom yeah and he may have not realized how powerful that wisdom was and i didn't either in them early years but as a as a as a man myself now i understand his wisdom and what he was trying to instill in us as children and and uh i'll leave you with this one of the things that i'll never forget is his saying as he got older, he would always say to me, he says, son, just keep watching that sun go up and down. When he said that when I was 15, 16, 18 years old, I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. Thought maybe he was just throwing me some trip. But what he was saying, the longer you live, you're going to see some changes in your life. Be ready. To deal with that and uh i, I really every day I, I thank the lord for choosing me to be his son but as a as a man you know he had his faults but he had a lot of great attributes that i think will will be with me until to the day i die yeah. beautifully stated yes. i agree with you more um, yes indeed so. He loved his he loved his grandchildren. I can tell you that. 
he absolutely did. I, you know, the stories he has told us. Oh yeah. Um, the way he has made us laugh. laugh and we just couldn't laugh no more. Um, you know, now he, he had a mouth on him. Now he'll tell you some oh. things, but, uh, it's all in love. It's all in oh, love. Oh yeah. Well, you, you know, Leanne, the one thing you said, you know, we can never be God. Never, ever. But, you know, I think about some of those attributes, you know, he wanted to see his children, his family do well. 100%. He wanted that. And, 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 and when you did good in his eyes you wouldn't know he was going to tell you about it and that's the one thing i can appreciate uh him he was always complimenting you you on the things that you did and trying to better yourself because you know in, in his life he didn't have certain opportunities and so yeah. naturally he he wanted to see his family family do well that's right i can't i can't remember too many graduations he wasn't it so that's that's right graduations parties and everything else in between so um i'm certainly grateful for for his yes, life indeed. and the legacy that he's left us with so um, yes, so anyway so happy father's day to your daddy thank you very kindly i appreciate that a great thank you for my happy i opened it this morning well, thank y'all mm -hmm. i appreciate that mm -hmm. yeah, yes yeah. indeed no had to ice you out real quick you know what i'm saying the ice you oh, out oh yeah it, uh, listen I, I it was time for me to make a little change yeah 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 you need to do uh, that yeah anyway awesome. all right well okay. with that i appreciate you and uh without anything else peace peace see ya Thank you for listening to another episode of the Vessel Podcast. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and click that subscribe button so that you're notified of all the new episodes. And remember, God is love. Peace.